Hello, my love. Welcome to the Asian Women Mean Business podcast, hosted by me, Rapinda Kaur. I will share tools, tips, and experiences to help make your life easier, bolder, and happier. We will bring in guests who have lessons to share about life, purpose, and relationships, and how they overcome their challenges to create a life that they are proud of. My hope is that each episode will shine more light on your life and help you gain clarity on who you are, recognize your strengths, to empower you to become a powerful woman. Someone who knows her worth, who is confident about herself and her identity. A woman who is willing to evolve to become the best version of herself, not just for her, but for future generations. Are you ready? Well, let's get started with this week's episode. Hi, welcome to this episode of Asian Women Mean Business, how to thrive in tough times, choosing faith over fear. It's impossible to ignore what's going on in the world right now, but it is completely possible to cultivate a positive mindset, interrupt fear and worry and ultimately thrive during this time. Life will always be full of unexpected turns. When we're faced with difficulties such as the current pandemic or an illness, a death, a divorce, job loss, failures or any other painful life events, it can feel disorientating and you may feel as though the ground beneath you is no longer stable. I know that's how I felt when the reality of COVID-19 hit us. I had paid work cancelled, I was worried about the health implications for me and my loved ones, school was cancelled, it all felt too much and fear really kicked in. I remember berating myself about leaving my head of HR role just a month prior. The loss of that regular income was a blow at a time when things were so uncertain. But the way we respond in the face of adversity determines whether we survive or thrive. And to survive means to exist and to endure, but to thrive means to flourish and prosper. How can you make sure you thrive? How can you make sure that no matter what you face, you'll always be able to come out the other side with your dreams, vision and hopes to live your best life intact? In this episode, that's exactly what I want to share with you. This will not be the first time that many of us have faced a difficult time, but there are three things that I have learned through tough times. Number one, I have a choice on how I respond. Viktor Frankl in Man's Search for Meaning said, everything can be taken from a man but one thing, the last of the human freedoms, to choose one's attitude in any given set of circumstances, to choose one's own way. Between stimulus and response, there is a space. In that space is our power to choose our response. In our response lies our growth and our freedom. And that really makes me think about the fact that I have cultivated a toolkit that empowers me to thrive at all times, but especially in tough times, and that I use that toolkit in that space between stimulus and response that Viktor Frankl talks about. And the third thing I've realised is that I have to be intentional with using this toolkit. I have to develop daily routines that keep me on track, otherwise I slip into survival mode. 
When we are going through tough times, we are feeling fear. Fear is a primal feeling and it makes us fight, flight or freeze. It narrows our vision, it constricts our thinking and creativity and from that place of anxiety we cannot make decisions that will expand our life. I always focus on my mind, body and spirit and everything I'm about to share with you is exactly what I did to get myself into a state of thriving during this pandemic and other challenging times as well such as when I had postnatal depression. So starting with our mindset then, we know that our mindset can make us or break us in a tough time. As the fear creeps in, what we tell ourselves is so powerful. If we feed our brains with negativity, that will take over. One thought will lead to another and before we know it, we are in a downward spiral. So the first thing I want to remind you of is that our brains are incredibly powerful. We can shift through millions of data at any given time and somehow our brain has to organise that information. What we know is that the reticulator activating system, the RAS, helps with that. The RAS is a bundle of nerves at our brainstem that filters out unnecessary information so it brings you only the important information. This is why when you're thinking about buying a certain car or a handbag or something, you see it everywhere. It's because your RAS takes what you focus on and creates a filter for it. It then sifts through the data and presents only the pieces that are important to you. In this way, if you focus on negativity, that's what you will see everywhere. It will seek out the information that validates your beliefs. It filters the world through the parameters that you give it and your beliefs shape those parameters. So what I want you to do is flip the self-talk script. We know our brains are flexible and it's possible to reset our thoughts by deliberately choosing positive thoughts. Reset your brain by choosing thoughts that are empowering One of the ways that I do this is reprogramming my mind with positive affirmations. These are incredibly powerful. By saying, hearing or writing a positive affirmation, you will manifest it into your brain over and over again until you actually believe it. This way, it's possible to reprogram your brain and even overwrite deeply rooted limiting beliefs. The words that follow I am are the most powerful words in the world. What are you telling yourself? The I am statements formulate, affirm and perpetuate the stories that you tell yourself. Stories about who you are, who you can be and what you can do. So what I want you to focus on is how you want to feel. So some of the words that I use and the affirmations I use are, I am a powerful creator. I create the life I want to enjoy. I'm surrounded by a universe which is filled with endless possibilities for my career, my business, my life. I'm surrounded by supportive, positive people who believe in me and want me to succeed. Often a challenge I set to my clients and members is to make a list of as many positive I am statements as you can. I have got up to 125. I think my one of my clients who has the most has over 425 I am positive statements. When you write these down and you have them somewhere you can read them, if ever you are having a wobble, if you go back to that list and read it, I promise you, by the time you have finished reading your affirmations, you will not feel the same person. 
One of the other things I do for my mindset is get inspired daily. I start the day with something that is uplifting and inspirational. I like to read stories of triumph over adversity. I want to hear about how others have overcome their tough times and take inspiration, learning and wisdom from it. You can't wait for inspiration. You have to seek it and be intentional about it. Visualization is a very powerful technique that I use and recommend. Using the power of our mind to think beyond our current circumstances. If you think about the civil rights movement, the suffragettes, the end of slavery, apartheid, if we think about anything that's become possible, it's because leaders have thought bigger than what is currently the circumstances. You have the capacity to do the same. How do you want your life to look? Give yourself permission to daydream on how your future could look. What works for me is to create a mental movie of how and then picture my goals and my situation running in the future. I step into that future by thinking about the sounds, the conversation, the visuals and the details of that mental movie. I replay it often in my mind. The two other things I use to empower my mindset is meditation. Meditation is an intentional practice and it's focusing inward to increase calmness, concentration, emotional balance. All the research shows that if you meditate, you will have a far richer quality of life. So meditation has been proven to decrease stress and anxiety and increase focus and productivity. If you're struggling, just take a moment to sit and concentrate on your breath and surrender your thoughts and mind back to your breath. The other practice I use is mindfulness. This is very different to meditation. It's about becoming fully aware of what is happening in the present moment. This you can practice anywhere, anytime. You can be seated, lying, you could be walking. It's a simple act of paying attention and noticing that you are fully present. So one of the ways that I do this is by going on my daily walk and concentrating and thinking about what can I see? What can I smell? What can I hear? What can I feel? I do this by focusing my mind on all the thoughts and sensations in that present moment. It focuses and forces your mind to be present and grounded in the now, not get carried away with the anxiety of the future or the worries of the past. What I do for my body during a difficult time and how I step into thriving. We know that our body holds a vibrational energy force. Different faiths and different communities call it different things. So in Chinese medicine, it's called the chi or the ki. In Ayurvedic Indian medicine, it's called the prana. It's a vibrating energy that is the very force that animates us and gives us life. When this flow of energy is disrupted or blocked through illness, stress, anxiety, trauma, that's when disease can set in. In Ayurveda, they talk about mama points that are vital life energy points among the body, mind and emotions. And most of us might be aware of chakra centers in our body. Every thought has a vibration in it. And if you are thinking high vibrational thoughts, especially during a difficult time, you're going to be magnetizing a high vibrational solution to your dilemma within your body. Fear is desperate, anxious. It gives us anxiety and narrows our vision. 
It's normal and natural, but I want to encourage you and remind you that we are spiritual conscious beings and we have the ability to transcend that through other emotions. Under stress, we tend toward a negative emotion, so fear, anxiety, anger, pessimism, and it tends to be a downward spiral. Fear causes a release of adrenaline and cortisol to flood our body, but we can counter that with feel-good hormones such as dopamine, endorphin, serotonin and oxytocin. At a very simple level, some of the things I'm going to suggest to you is just science. So anything that brings those positive hormones into our body and floods that will take care and counteract the negative hormones and emotions and you will feel better. So the first thing I do is move my body and this could be anything. If you like a high intensity workout, yoga, Pilates, running, walking, skipping, cycling, dancing, anything that moves your body will make you feel better. If for any reason you can't move your body, if you're healing, if you've um, had an illness, look at energy healers who can do that for you. So Reiki, acupuncture, Bowen technique, reflexology, anything that will move that energy force within you it will be like watching the unraveling of magic. The other thing I do is power poses. Amy Cuddy showed us in her famous TED talk and the research shows that body language governs how we think and feel about ourselves. How we hold our bodies can have an impact on our minds. By commanding a powerful stance, we can make ourselves actually feel more powerful. So if you think of the Wonder Woman pose, so hands on your hips, looking straight ahead, body centered. If you hold that pose for two minutes, her research has shown that you will feel better. You will feel more powerful. The other thing I like to do is expel any energy through Epsom salt baths, through sweating, through a workout or sauna. I love using essential oils. One of the things that um, research has shown us is that it's absolutely possible to hack your amygdala. So when you're feeling threatened and afraid, the amygdala which sits in your brain, it automatically activates the fight or flight response and it sends out the signal to your brain and your body to release stress hormones. This response is triggered by emotions like fear, anxiety, aggression and anger. But what scientists in Japan are showing is that we can counteract that by literally stopping and smelling the flowers. They have found that if you savour and smell certain scents, so lemon, mango, lavender, other fragrant plants, cinnamon, ginger, thyme, nutmeg, that will reduce the stress levels that the amygdala has produced in your body. But there are two other emotions that I want to talk about that will raise the vibration in your body and shift you to a place of thriving rather than surviving. So the first emotion is and the vibration is joy. Be active and intentional about seeking out the things that make you laugh and bring joy. What do you like watching that is funny? Listen to a funny story, read a funny joke. When we feel joy in our bodies, it releases dopamine and serotonin. And these are two types of neurotransmitters in the brain that make us feel good. Both of these chemicals are heavily associated with happiness. All the research shows that you can trick your body into feeling joy by seeking out those moments and people and those happy chemicals that flood your body and uplift you.
When I was going through my postnatal depression, I actively sought out looking and watching box sets that would be funny, that would make me laugh involuntarily. And I had to be intentional about this practice because I wasn't feeling joy. I wasn't feeling happiness. But I knew the research showed by bringing that into my life, I would feel better. It absolutely worked. The other emotion and vibration is gratitude. Gratitude, celebration, giving thanks, even for the smallest of gifts, is a powerful and transformative way of being. When we give thanks for something, it makes a place for us to thrive. So one of the things that I do encourage others is to start and end the day with giving thanks for five things anything, a meal you shared, something you read, a person in your life, an experience. The key is to feeling the emotion of gratitude in your body. It changes your chemistry and shifts the fear, anxiety and worries. There's been a really interesting research study done by the University of California and they found that people who express gratitude are happier and that their happiness levels last for six months longer than those that don't. And the final emotion and vibration I use is compassion. Compassion and empathy are fundamentally different but are closely related. Compassion is an emotional response to sympathy and creates a desire to help. When we feel compassionate, we want to help others. And we can use that compassion to volunteer, offer aid, resources and give to others who can benefit. If you can't volunteer or give financially at this moment you can show your compassion to others by being encouraging kind and supportive and finally the third element that I look to thrive is the soul and when we're going through a really difficult time I found that it's my heart and my soul that feels that pain There are two things that have really helped me, two concepts that I hold on to when I'm going through a difficult time. The first concept is the concept of Kensho. Kensho is growth by pain. This was something that I read by Dr. Bernard Beckwith and it's ultimately about the universe giving us tough love. It's when you're going through some kind of pain or difficulty through which you learn different ways to think, feel and be. It's when you have a huge shift in your life that you know that things will never go back to the way things were before. And one of the things that I do at this time is instead of asking myself, why is this happening to me? I ask myself, what can I learn from this experience? How am I growing from this experience? When I think back to my postnatal depression, which was a very dark, dark period of my life. It was without doubt my Kensho period, which I'll be sharing on another podcast. But it was that moment that also led to me resurrecting Asian Women Mean Business. It was through that pain that I came to back to coaching and back to my love of community and helping women. If I hadn't gone through my PND, I don't believe I would have resurrected AWMB. I wouldn't have gone on to do the workshops, the coaching, the Inspire Club. This podcast would not have happened if I hadn't gone through those depths and despair. 
Maybe you have gone through something similar that you've come out the other side and you know that there has been a learning. And perhaps if you're going through that now, I offer you hope and faith to say at some time you will look back at this experience and know that there's been a powerful learning. The other thing I rely on and hold on to is the concept of hukam, divine will and order. The unfolding of events according to the universal divine will. As a Sikh, we believe in hukam. We believe that there is a cosmic order of law that is happening and that there is nothing that can happen outside of these events. I believe that by surrendering to hukam, by surrendering to the divine will, that it becomes a lot more easier to accept that we live in harmony. I share a story of the king's finger. I'll link it to the show notes. I've shared it a few times on a blog and in my masterclasses. But a story of how it's very easy to judge the moment as being good or bad. But it's only when we look back and we can only look back right at the end of our time when we start to connect the dots and understand whether something truly was good or bad. Through Kensho and Hukam, I've learned that we can turn to prayer, journaling and speaking to the divine to ask for strength and guidance. And in summary, then, I will just add to say all these tools work. Try some, try all of them. Have trusted confidence that you can turn to. I always say that nothing works if you don't work it. Together, we can thrive in tough times by using these tools. Let me know which ones you've used. Let me know what works for you. I'd love to hear what you think. Until next time. Thank you for joining me for this week's episode. Do subscribe, leave a review and share. It would mean the world to me. 